0: Be back it's baseball season y'all at the park minor league park high school park babe ruth park little league park t-ball park major league park man that's what we're talking about today today's episode of the podcast this life ain't for everybody's brought to you again by jack daniels tennessee sour mash whiskey enjoy it responsibly never allow underage drinking i watched our guest play baseball on tv while drinking a jack daniels the other day just sipping on one just wishing that i had the talent that this kid's got he's in the talks for the all-star game he's one of the top third baseman in all of baseball and plays in the national league you've heard him here before he is a badass austin riley what are you up to brother
1: man just hanging out glad to glad to be talking to you you
0: are, huh? It's like, uh, like my voice is therapeutic.
1: It's not, it's not bad. Not bad.
0: <laughs> you made a comment about my hat. I'm wearing a Jack Links beef snacks hat. You're a fan of Jack Links, huh?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We got it in the clubhouse. Got it. Get it at the gas station wherever. I, I definitely, especially it's the the perfect little snack in the deer stand.
0: Oh, it's like, uh, you know they. I don't know what it is about them, the quality, all of the different flavors. There's just never like, you know, you just never have a bad bite. That's what I love about it, is that every single thing no, they make is legit.
1: No doubt. No doubt.
0: Do you have a favorite?
1: So I'm a, i am aii like the teriyaki nuggets. Those, oh, are, my, yeah. those are my go-to. Those the are my go-to nuggets. for
0: sure. I, I like sweet and hot. That's, uh, That's uh, a solid one. I like that flavor. I love jalapeno and I love the pepper. The black pepper so good. but man they got so many new products you had the cold craft all of their cold stuff in the refrigerated section yet
1: Uh -uh. oh dude they
0: they got the bombest beef and cheese sticks and uh like these little things called linkages they're two little thin pieces of cheese with a thick piece of salami in the middle with no bread just a little meat and cheese sandwich high protein
1: it's legit dude
0: it's legit love it so what's up, man? You got a big week coming up. You got the Mets in town for three and you get to face the one and only on Thursday.
1: Jacob DeGrom. So yeah, yeah, just uh it's a big series for us. You know, you know, kind of we hadn't really hit our stride yet, I feel like, you know, just being it's kinda of like that roller coaster, you know, we you know, we get to five hundred and then we lose three in a row. Um, I think we've been at five hundred four different times. Um and just can't, you know, can't really seem to to put it all together right now so um you know going into this series um you know if we if we can a sweep would be nice uh might be asking a little too much but if we you know if we were to get to sweep uh it would put us uh, i think one game one game back so uh it's it's definitely a huge one gotta gotta be locked in and like you said facing the grom on thursday uh it'll be a a fun little matchup
0: has it when you have stuff to worry about, like you just said, with the record, you know, the pressure of the playoffs, and becoming a, a team that does hit your stride and and does, you know, becomes a a, a championship caliber team, how how difficult like just knowing that you're going to face one of the top pitchers in baseball on thursday how difficult is it for you personally to keep your focus when you're because you're in the media a lot man you're in national media you're in local media a lot you're being talked about as you know what's the, this third baseman just tearing it up people are wanting to vote you into the all-star game what is the current climate like that and are you feeling the pressure
1: no not really like i said i'm um I feel like I'm pretty good at, you know, especially away from the park is is separating that, that baseball and being able to kind of step back a little bit and, 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 and just kind of really refocus, kind of get my clock back going with my, with mindset and stuff like that. But, um, you know, at the same time, you definitely kind of feel like, you know, especially from a stand, you know, wanting to really do well for our fans is, you know, cause like I said, it's, it's all about the fans and, um, you know, wanting to, to be able to, you know, perform for them and, and, and meet their expectations. Um, you know, you definitely kind of feel that a little bit, but um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you got to go out there and take care of, you know, yourself, your day by day. Um, all You know, all you can do is control. All you can control is what, you know, how you go about your business, the way you prepare, the way you, you know, whether it's, you know, getting in the cage, you know, a little bit earlier, but, but whatnot, just being able to to focus in on that. Um, and I think, you know, you do that, it'll take care, of, you know, of itself, you know, on the field. Um, so for yeah, for me, it's just, you know, all about my preparation, um, how focused I can be, you know, doing that and, and, and let everything else take care of itself.
0: And, and what, you know, when you start talking about, The performance and that you want to perform for the fans obviously it's a team game and we all understand that you want to come together as a unit and win games that's what gets the fans motivated are you a hundred percent happy with what you're seeing on paper right now almost 300 at bats almost 100 hits hitting 275 13 bombs uh closing in on the 40 rbi mark before the all-star game um is this expected of you this year? Are the coaches happy with you? Are you happy with it? Is your hitting coach watching it saying, Hey, you're right on it right now. Or um, are there still little things that you need to do to get to that 300 line? What is your mindset like personally with you seeing your numbers right now?
1: You know, overall, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a good spot. You know, I've definitely felt like I've made strides in the right direction from, from last year. Um, you know, for me, the biggest thing, if I could pick out something is, is, you know, I looked at, I actually looked at my numbers with against the lefty against the righty with the guys in scoring position with guys out, you know, not in scoring position. and um, you know, I'm right around that 300 mark against righties, uh, nobody on righties in scoring position and then lefties, nobody on, but I'm hitting like a buck 20 against lefties with runners in scoring position. Um, so that's kind of where I've, you know, kind of been trying to focus on is, is what, what I can do, whether it's, you know, a mental approach, you know, different change or, you know, am I being a little bit too aggressive, you know, trying to, to get that guy in instead of just hey taking what they give me, you know, against the lefty. So overall, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with where I'm at. And I feel, like I said, my, I feel like my, my hitting coaches, you know, they, they like to see where, where I'm at right now and, and they continue with the, the walks, the strikeouts are cutting down, that kind of thing. Um, but if I were to nitpick one little thing, you know, it'd probably be it would probably be the the lefties in running and scoring position. Um, you know, trying to trying to get you know improve on
0: that. How, where do you feel your your overall? understanding and control of your hitting zone and strike zone is are you covering the entire array of the field the best you can right now are you hitting the ball to the opposite field into the gaps are you do you feel good with your power to all sides of the field you know what i mean like when you look at where your hits are allocated at are you are you having good control of that hitting zone
1: i think so i think i'm using all parts of the field i've you know my homers are you know, from foul pole to foul pole. So, I mean, that's really good doubles, you know, in the gaps both ways. Um, so yeah, I think I feel like I have a a really good control of, of where, you know, my barrel is in the zone. Um, you know, I think that sometimes I get a little bit too aggressive and, and that's when I get myself in trouble is, is when I just start kind of a little bit of a free swing instead of, you know, honing in on what, what I want to do um, in that at bat and, and trying to execute it, but overall, like I said, I, I feel like I'm I'm using all parts of the field, and that's when I'm at my best. When I'm using the gaps, um, that's that's definitely when I'm at my best.
0: Do you do you think that that's a necessity that you have to have to be a big leaguer?
1: I think so. I mean, I think unless you're just a, a freak of a of a power hitter that can, you know, like Ronald Acuna, he. He uses all parts of the field, but he can take that outside pitch and pull it whenever he wants. Um, so, you know, those guys are tough to – you know, unless you're one of those guys, I feel like you need to be able to to hit the ball to all parts of the field because, if you know, if you're a straight-pull guy, nowadays they're shifting, and in order to get a hit on a shift, you know, you're having to either hit it out of the stadium or, or hit it in the perfect spot or you're, you're not getting – they're taking hits away left and right nowadays. Um so I think being able to use the whole part of the field is, is, is huge.
0: Is there talk about the shift going away still?
1: Not really. Um, you know, I think, I think the sticky thing with all the pitchers and the balls have kind of taken over everything. So, I mean, it's, you hear it every now and then. It's like, what, what if the shift was gone? But I don't, I don't see it going anywhere. I, I really don't
0: does it irritate a hitter when he gets up there and sees i, I like you 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 obviously expect it you know that it's coming yeah. when you start to see the formation of the infield and the outfield do the shift but it's almost to me like so untraditional of the game that that they're going to pitch into that shift what is the mindset of hitters when they of an offensive player when they see that shift? Is it does it automatically go to look? I'm just going to beat the shift because it theoretically you just said that Acuna could do whatever he wants with the bat and the ball. He could pull an outside pitch whenever he wants. So with that being said, when the shift's on, can't he just hit the ball where the shift isn't every single time? It's look, is it harder can, than can that? I,
1: yeah it is because like you said they're pitching to to, for you to hit the shift so a a righty you know if he's shifting there's a good chance he's coming in with the whether it's a cutter or you know something barreling in that way pretty much the only thing you can do is, is pull it um but i mean it's just i think it depends on the certain guys certain guys you know have this you know I wouldn't say ego type thing, but like, you know, they're there to make money. They're, they're getting paid to hit homers and, and, you know, to pull the ball whatnot. But, you know, you get a guy, we actually had a conversation, um, with our infield guys about the shift because, um, we were, we had been getting beat a lot, you know, with runners in scoring position, um, in this, sh- when we were fully shifting somebody, we were getting, we were getting beat because, you know, a guy like Gene Segura with the Phillies, you know early in the count or guys on nobody on he's looking to drive the ball but as soon as somebody gets on second and third you know and that big hole is at second base he's going right for it so i mean like he he's just trying to inside out the ball and going right for it so i think it it varies between guys and guys and and those guys that, that understand what type of hitter hitter they are if that you know what i mean
0: no i i understand completely so what kind of hitter are you
1: you know, at, like I said, at times I I try to be a complete hitter where I can go the other way. Um, and I think it varies on the pitcher who I'm facing. If I'm facing like a DeGrom and I get open, if I can take that hit, even if I hit it 50 miles an hour, that 17 hopper through the hole on deck of DeGrom, I'm taking it all day long. But a guy that, you know, I feel like I see really well, um, you know, I know, you know, maybe he has tendencies. I know he has those tendencies. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to yank one. Not gonna lie. And do you
0: when you say you're gonna try to yank one, teach talk to me about what the home run swing is because I've been hearing a lot of rumblings of like young kids being taught to dip and drive the ball now and get, you know, and get the ball up in the air and that the long ball's everything again. Back when I was learning to hit, it was You know create leverage hit down on the ball create backspin home runs are going to take care of themselves but try to hit the line drive up the middle of the field but are you a guy that you know sits back and tries to get lift on the ball and swings up on it um but that and is that being taught more and more today from what you're seeing and hearing
1: you know the there's definitely the old school and the new school style of hitting now um and you know, I think it it kind of gets it gets lost because I mean they're paying guys, you know, a hundred million dollars to hit 250, 260 and hit thirty to forty homers, and that you know, back then it was like you know you need to hit you know three hundred, you know, get on base that kind of thing. The hom- like you said, the homers will come. So I think we're trying to find ourselves in this game of kind of what we kind of what we want as a as a baseball group is you know do you want do you want the guy that hits 250 260 with 30 home runs or do you and i think you have to have that balance but the swing itself is and i think a lot of guys get because i've seen a lot of stuff on instagram and stuff like that on the swing and i think a lot of it is good and a lot of it's bad i think you got to kind of find your way i think you still have to be in the zone but i I think it's tough to create somebody that you know that has a short compact swing that you know it's you know it's fast to try to teach him how to hit you know a bunch of homers i just don't you know i don't think i think it it varies on the player um but for me you know all i'm trying to do is i kind of have a naturally upper upper cut swing so it's gonna you know i'm naturally gonna lift the ball so for me i'm trying to get on plane with the ball whether it's, it's some guys that may have like a steep swing they're they're trying to get you know under the ball like a guy like Travis Darno, um, he has a very uppercut swing so he's swinging like you got to see it. his warm up swings are, are kind of funny just because you know he's doing high T and he's basically chopping straight down on it um, so I think it, it like I said it definitely varies between you know hitter of what type of swing you're trying to to create. Um, but the game like I said, the game's changing. They're they're wanting a bunch of homers, uh pitchers, they're wanting everybody to strike everybody out. So I mean the, the, the game is evolving.
0: So is the game getting away a hundred percent or do you ever see it reverting back to the, the small game, you know, the station to station baseball, the, <clears throat> the speed on the base pass? I mean, stolen bases are almost non existent anymore compared to what they were in the nineties, eighties, maybe. And I there are some guys that get up in what, the sixties and seventies sometimes, but do you see it coming back as maybe some of that small game is part of the game as well, even though this home run fantasy's there?
1: You know, for me, I would like to just because I think it, it, like I said, it's the the tradition of the game. And, and I don't like seeing the game change like, you know, the way it the way it has always been played. Um, but I, 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 it's tough to say. I mean, it, re- it really is. I would I would like to see it come back just because, like I said, you you then have that variety <laughs> of different players, different athletes that, you know, can make an impact. Um So, I mean, it it definitely, you know, it may have to run its course, you know, hopefully, hopefully it does, but that's, that's tough to say.
0: Well, you know, like we start thinking about extreme sports, Austin, they start, you know, you, you think about like motorcycle, you know, the supercross, which I love to watch and they do the jumps. And then there's a lot of people that said, well, as soon as the backflip came around, all of these athletes became non-existent because they weren't willing to try the backflip. They couldn't land a backflip. So automatically, they were out of the contest. They wouldn't even enter the contest because they knew they weren't going to win. Right. Is baseball becoming that to where you, if you're not going to hit the long ball, then you might as well give up on the game?
1: I wouldn't say that because, like I said, you got like – a guy take a good a, a friend of mine that plays for a Pittsburgh Pirates, Adam Frazier. He's hitting three thirty. He's in he's gonna be in the all star game. Um I, doesn't have many home runs, but he gets on base a lot. So like I said, I think there's still there's still hope for that, you know, those guys that get on base. Um a lot and 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 like i said then you then you get your guys that about third and fourth that hit a lot of homers those create more rbis for those guys so i think i don't i don't think you know the guys that don't hit a home a lot of homers should to definitely hang it up because you know there's still there's still room for for them I, I i totally believe
0: so who was the kid that you posted on your instagram the other day when you said remember his name
1: my uh, cousin cameron james He's uh he's at Mississippi State. during are College World Series. First about Homer. That was that was pretty sick.
0: What's going on in the CWS right now?
1: Is... We got we got to put it on us by by Vanderbilt last night. I think it was I ended up stopped watching it. It was I think it ended up being eight two eight three something like that. Um, you know they they got two really good good pitchers uh, lighter three last night. Um, I think rocker throws tonight for them so the the, the matchup is is going to be tough um for mississippi state but like i said if they can if they can pitch and and hold their own and um is vandy yeah, up two nothing, nothing right now no they're up one nothing one, one nothing. nothing game it's a it's a three-game series so they three play play tonight so states has gotta win
0: they have to so uh, vanderbilt <laughs> are they are they defending champions
1: <laughs> they, they won it
0: two years ago there wasn't a college world series last year was there
1: no no so it might have been might have been two years ago um but I think they they are um, buddy Dansby uh shortstop for us he's a huge he's a huge huge Vanderbilt guy so I to, we, we joked with each other so we can't talk in the next couple of days Oh, really the the competitiveness of us so uh, we'll uh we'll see like I said it's still still got another another game tonight so hopefully we can pull it
0: yeah, Omaha is rocking right now. Um, so back, back to the offensive part of baseball, what are you yeah. seeing in the game right now that's impressing you? Is there anybody that's out there that, that, you know, that the eyes are on that are performing under that pressure? Like what about Tatis in San Diego? What about Buster Posey and his numbers he's putting up at this time in his career? Do you, do you get impressed by other players? I know you respect them, but do you even pay attention to what other players are doing during the season?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. you know, you see you see the stuff on, on social media and Tatis, he's he's one of a you know, he's that, you know, generational type player along with Ronald um, and Buster, you know, he's just he's just doing his thing. He's one of the, the all time great catchers in in my opinion. Um and you know, really Shohei Otani, um what he's doing is is the most impressive in in my opinion, being able to 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 pitch and have a I think a sub three R, three ERA and, and you know lead the league in homers um, he's a he's a freak athlete
0: it's unbelievable what he does um, do you do you think that there's too much that is put on the all the let, let me see how to phrase this I don't want to say all stars but like the the big names like do you think that that it takes away from the teams when all of the attention goes to some of the players that we've said, like these generational players, like I remember the 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 quote that Akuna had about you a a month ago or so, right these guys know they respect you, they know who the talent is. He had a big time quote of saying what a stud you were and and where your talent level is, but do you think that sometimes that media is too much about the the high paid in the spotlight? players
1: you know i think not not really just because i mean i think you know i think you kind of you earned that right in my opinion like i mean those guys are like i said generational players so i mean it kind of comes with the the territory um and for for me personally i i I enjoy kind of laying low um i don't i don't mind for now uh, for now for i mean yeah i mean like i said i i I do not like i said i'm just go with the flow um you know go out there and and grind try to try to try to make you know try to earn a a few bucks so i can get my thousand acres in mississippi and and retire and and hunt for, for you know for the rest of my life so that's all that's all i'm trying trying to do but you know i think like I said, I, I truly think, it, you know, you kind of earn that, that right whenever, you know, you, you, you perform the way they, these guys are performing. I mean, it's just it's hard not to really.
0: Yeah, because if you think about it, like, like the numbers that Trout has put up consistently or somebody that has done what DeGrom's done consistently, right? Like it's a hard game. And to figure it out at that level, of course, the spotlight's going to be on you. Of course, the articles and pictures are going to be taken of you and about you. Like if it's, it's really an amazing feat to stay consistently amazing at this game.
1: That's what, and that, that, like I said, that's why I think it, you know, kudos to them. They deserve it. Just because like I said, this game is to me, the hardest game in the world. And like for DeGrom to, to do what he does and, on a bad day, goes you know, six innings with you know an earned run, and and he considers that's a bad day. I mean, most guys are are fist pumping because you know they that's a solid start. Um, so I mean, like I said, they they're on a whole another level. Um, and like I said, I think it it just you know you got to, It's hard not to talk about them every 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 chance you get.
0: With your other side of your game on the on the defensive side at, at third base, are you? working as hard here as you are offensively because it seems to me like your talent continues to improve in the field as well with not just the glove but the arm the accuracy um getting the ball to where it needs to be turning to across the diamond to first place i mean to first base do you are you seeing that constantly are you working at that a bunch because there was a time where you where there was uh, during this season where you were having a couple issues in the field are you seeing that improvement every day now
1: Yes. And, and it's, you know, I work with Wash. You gotta, he, he has his certain drills that he does every day and we do them every day. And he's, he's the reason why I've gotten to be where I'm at is strictly, you know, he's, he's one of a kind, he's the best. Um, and yeah. I went through, you know, I'm not, not very pleased at, at the, the numbers of the errors I have right now, just cause I know they, they're, me personally I know I'm better than that and a lot of them are you know just mental just you know not trusting myself and making those throws um and I, and like I said it's it's gotten better it's a it's a thing that I you know I, I definitely you know work on every day with wash we get out there we make a certain amount of throws um every day to make sure you know my arm is fresh and make sure the accuracy's there um and you know he just says you know hey go out there and trust yourself. And that, you know, that's what I'm, you know, I'm trying to do working on doing. Um And it, like I said, it's gotten better, you know, as a, you know, I, you know, here recently, Um, you know, just got to continue that.
0: Do you love playing the defensive as much as you love being at the plate?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Defense is fun. Especially like I said, you, you get, you know, especially being at the hot corner balls are smoked at you. So when you, you know, you, you, you look up and snag one or something like that, make a good play. It's, it's a good feeling, you know. You know, you're helping your pitcher out a, a, a lot, and that—that's what—that's what it's all about.
0: Do you ever want to change positions because the ball's coming at you so fast?
1: No, just because I'm, you know, I've been out there and left. And I, I get a, I get a little bored. I'm, I have ADD out the frame, so I, I get to talking to myself, looking around. Um, so I like being knowing that I have to be focused, you know, at all times.
0: Does Chipper ever come to you and say, "Hey, here's a couple hints on"? glove work for third base are there are there guys like that that that'll give you some advice
1: yeah he he you know he'll say you know every now and then maybe hey you know how about trying you know catching it this way that makes it a little bit easier throwing on you um but really chipper on the the offensive side talking um the mental side of approach is he's off the charts and that's what i I go to him the most about
0: is he still like I don't know how, I don't want to get religious on you because, you know, like Jesus parted the waters. That's how I picture Chipper Jones walking around Atlanta, you know, like he's got to be the biggest celebrity in there besides Lil Wayne. Right. I mean, is he oh, still, yeah. do people still go nuts when they see him?
1: Oh yeah. Cause like I said, he's, he's there for us. You know, he's a hitting consultant while we're at home. So he's in the cage and then he'll go out for BP and you know, there's fans there for BP. They're immediately screaming his name. So, I mean, he, he def- definitely has that presence.
0: Is he a a, a very very nice person?
1: You know, I can't say anything bad about him. You know, he's always been really good good to me. Um, anything I ever go to him, um, <coughs> excuse me, anything I ever go to him, hitting wise, defensive wise, he's always you know open for for a conversation. So can't say can't say anything bad
0: with you in the middle of the season right now where is your body at are you are you happy with your physique are you controlling your your weight up and down are you staying pretty consistent with your diet right now and um do you feel good are are the are the does the shoulder feel good do your obliques feel good your torso all of the parts that are important to baseball you feel it 100% this late in the season
1: yeah, they're they're still still rocking. Um normally about August is where I kind of hit a little little bit of a, a sluggish period. Um, you know, body wise. So I mean I just try to work out with you know with our strength guys. We got a we got a nice little program going where I do something at least three times a week with them. Um, you know, sitting in the con you know, contrasting hot cold, doing all doing all that stuff to to stay stay as, you know feel good as possible. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at. Um, you know, we got the off days, you know, help a lot. We had one yesterday. So just being able to relax there, um, you know, you got the all-star break coming up. So that'll, that'll rejuvenate um, uh, the body, you know, quite a bit there too. So yeah, I feel good.
0: What did you eat for breakfast
1: this morning? For breakfast this morning, I, uh, I hadn't, I just had my coffee. Wait, our sleep schedule's so messed up. We're not going to bed till two o'clock. So I'm, typically not up until 10 30 uh you know normally so i'm i'm normally eating about a lunch for for me it's for breakfast so it's it's a little different but uh right now just just skipping on some coffee
0: so will you go to the yard today before you eat lunch and eat lunch there or will you eat w- with your wife before you leave for the park
1: no we'll, we'll normally pick up something whether it's you know nukes is right by here and i, I love me some nukes so we'll we, you know we'll pick up there or something um but yeah i typically eat before I, before i head in there
0: you get the food and bring it back to your house and eat it or you bring it to the yard and eat it in the clubhouse
1: no i'll uh we'll bring it back to the house um we don't report till two fifteen, two thirty. so 2:30. i don't i don't show up there
0: how far drive is it from where you're at right now to the yard
1: 15 20 so not bad depending on traffic um Line of traffic can be brutal at times, but um, I figured out my little back roads to to help me help me get there.
0: Do you? Does your wife go to every home game?
1: Just about. She's really she's a she's a grinder. She's she's one of a kind. She yeah she she's there just about every every home game whenever she's she's in town. Do are a lot we of wife? That. Do
0: a lot of wives do that on the, on at home?
1: Yeah, they most of them are there. Um, So they're they're troopers. Um, so if she she decides that she's not going to show up one night. I don't I don't give her too much crap just because, you know, she's watching more games than most people see in a lifetime in a span of you know five months.
0: <laughs> yeah, no crap. That's nuts. Almost every home game she goes. You'd think she'd be like, I might go to one this
1: week. No, she 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 likes them. Uh, she might dip out like seventh eighth inning or something, but she's she's there for for most of the game. Give me
0: some other highlights of that area that you love about that organization who who else comes around that you're just like oh like have you have you shook hands with bobby cox does he come in and say hey kid welcome to the organization like who else has popped around in that organization terry has pendleton been around i mean i I, I, I love me some some pendleton man that dude is awesome
1: so with the COVID stuff he's not allowed to come to to the yard yet or as of right now um but when i was in the minor leagues he was always around and i i love Mason tp he's he's the best he, and he's helped me a lot you know at third base and and you know making reads on on different hops and stuff so he's probably one of my my top top dudes uh that that come around and uh dale murphy comes around oh that. man he's, i was just gonna ask you dude. about the murph uh, um he's he's super nice he actually has a restaurant. Um, right here by the stadium and me and Tyler Jordan, we dipped in, we dipped in there one day and I didn't even realize it's his restaurant. And sure enough, he was there and Tyler's, you know, he's a big Braves fan and, um, you know, he, we got to, you know, talk to him for a bit. Um, so it was cool.
0: That's way cool. Yeah. Murphy was a stud. He wore, did he wear number 44? What did he wear? No, did Negro wear 44?
1: No, that was, uh, Hank Aaron,
0: Hank Aaron wore 44.
1: What yeah. did, what, yeah. did, what
0: what number did ben Murphy wear? I don't even oh, remember his shoot. jersey number. Yeah, I can't believe it's I didn't have Hank Aaron. The Hay 20s Karen or 30s. Ryan. Dale Murphy jersey. I'm
1: going to say 35. 1980
0: was number 3.
1: 3, oh, way off. It was number 3. 3, okay. That's you what go. it shows
0: on all this stuff? I had no idea. Where did I get 44 Weird. at? I, I should have known Hank Aaron had number 44. Hey,
1: we'll we'll give you a, we'll give you a pass.
0: What's this restaurant that you said you like to h- hit up by your house?
1: Nooks. 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 What is Nooks? It's a, basically like McAllister's. What um, is McAllister's? Oh gosh,
0: I don't have I this. I don't have. you the
1: west. I forgot you're from the west <laughs> coast. Uh, it's basically just like a little sandwich type sandwich shop um you can get um uh, like a turkey sandwich um they got really good salads, soups um like a bread bowl type type of soup that's it's the best oh it's it sounds kind
0: of like panera we have paneras out here
1: it's yeah it's similar to panera but way better
0: but, but way better
1: <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right i'm gonna take your word for it. i'm gonna look it up when i'm down there so what's on the agenda um is there the all-star break you know you're not it's not Known yet whether or not you're going to be on the team, right?
1: Um, no, I'm no, I'm I did not make it, so they took make the, the, the voting. No, this Sunday was the last voting for the first, I think, three. It's an it's a new voting system this year, it's kind of weird. Um, but so like the first round, they took the three, and I think I was the fourth, so I, I missed the cut by one. Um, so then they'll do another voting, uh, to see, I think, the starter. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm taking it to the house for the all-star break. I'm going to put out some trail cameras, get the, get the deer kind of start getting inventory for that for, for the all season.
0: I love it. So you'll head straight to Mississippi then?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we finish up in Miami, um, fly back in and then I'll, I'll drive over to Mississippi the next day and, and hang out there, see some, see some of my buddies and and family for a couple of days.
0: how long is, do you get off? Is it four days? Four days. Yeah. So yeah.
1: not, not too bad.
0: Which Braves are gonna be guaranteed on the team?
1: I I think both I think all three. I think Freddie, Ozzy, and Ronald will will both will both make it.
0: Dan's be not on there.
1: I uh, no, he, he he didn't I know he didn't make the final three. He didn't make the final three. I don't know where he was in the voting, but so
0: when when you start thinking about like a so a few days off like that and the end of the season starts to come up? Is it a relief that when you get a breather like that, you know, and then the end of the year, or is it something to where you're just, you, you're jived about this game at all times? Because a lot of the things you hear about baseball, Austin Riley, are how many, how long it is, how long the games are, how monotonous it can become, um, how mental it is, 162 game season before the playoffs. Um, do you look forward to the off season just like you look forward to the off season being over and getting back with the guys and getting back on the, in the yard.
1: Yeah. I think, it, it, you know, you have your kind of your flows by, by the end of, end of the season, you're, I think you're definitely ready for, you know, more so a mental break from, from the game. Um, just like I said, you, you're playing so much ball. And like I said, the all-star break is that kind of little, you know, halfway point where it kind of gives you three or four days to kind of, you know, do whatever you want, regenerate, and then it kind of gives you that little extra push to to finish strong for the season. Um, but then you you know you get ready. I'm a big hunter, as you know, and I love to I get pretty pumped for both season. um you know, you start you know these cell cameras i'm I'm at the yard looking at looking at uh my cell camera, seeing what kind of pictures I'm getting, so I get pumped for the off season, but like at the end at the end of the off season come January. February, I'm like, all right, let's, let's get, let's get rolling with baseball. It's it's time to start, start whacking some things.
0: And you like, do you love spring training? Like getting down to Florida and it, just the whole aura of it?
1: Oh yeah, definitely getting, getting back, getting down to spring. You kind of, you know, you, you get your new glove. You start playing with it. New bat gloves, new wood. It's, it gets you, it gets you pumped.
0: What is that kind of talk to me a little bit about that part of your life and career right now? are you seeing endorsement opportunities with your fame and your in your and your the numbers you're putting together are they coming in more rapidly is your agent calling you saying hey we need to sit down i got a, we got a couple deals on the table
1: no not not typically those those will happen um in the off season whether it's like i'm with i'm with mizuno actually i have um one more year with them after this year, so that you know from the baseball side of it, it's it's nothing. It's pretty quiet right now because, like I said, I wear their cleats, their gloves, uh, batting gloves. Um, I don't have a, a, a wooden bat comp or deal, so um, so uh, it's pretty quiet. Other than um, you know, you, you tops and panini will reach out every now and then to to do a, a little bit of a, a signing, but overall, it's it's pretty pretty quiet.
0: Do you? collect all of your own baseball cards be honest austin riley
1: i don't my parents do my parents got all of them at the house so they they kind of do that for me um they 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 do, they love to collect them so uh i let them i let them do that
0: well do they get does, you, does dad and mom get them the old-fashioned way of going down and buying a pack at walmart and going through until they find their son or do they get do they get a little bit of a head start and you just send them to them, or do they just call tops how does that work
1: So yeah, they, um, so Tops will, will um, they'll basically kind of send me, like if we ask, they'll send whatever, like whatever I've, whatever card they've made of me, they'll, they'll ask. And and, then, like I said, I just reach out to them and they'll, they'll send it. So they don't, they get the, the, the luxury of not having to go fight the, the, the Walmart, uh, you know, pulling and just seeing what you get. So yeah. they they got they got a, they're a little spoiled when it comes to that.
0: Do they have you sign them all?
1: No, no, they just they just want to collect them. Um, anything really, just like, um, like my Mother's Day pink bat. I'll I'll typically you know just they'll authenticate it and I'll I'll save it and give it to them. Um, you know Father's Day cleats, keep that. They'll authenticate it and give it to them. They just they just kind of want to collect the the memorabilia. Um, they don't like to get rid of too too much that you
0: know that we've done what is the law or what are the rules of an organization when it comes to are your your bats are yours your batting gloves are yours you could give away your glove if you wanted to at night as long as you know you're gonna have a backup right but when it comes to stuff like the jersey and the uniform i assume that all belongs to the organization
1: yes yeah so um yeah as far as jersey comes we have to if we want to give one away or do something we we have to purchase it our, ourselves um because like i said they they do a lot of the memorabilia at the the clubhouse and stuff but if, like if bats batting gloves like my actual fielding glove if i if i wanted to do that i could i could sign and give that away no, no biggie um but like the jersey and stuff, they, they um they're pretty protective over it.
0: <laughs> What's the craziest thing a fans asked you to do? Sign somewhere, give you give them something. Is has there been one that stands out where you're like, You've got to be kidding
1: yeah. me. <laughs> um some some lady or some, some little girl signed it and it's like, I'll trade my brother for a signed ball. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. So I I got a ball and I signed it. I was like, You can keep your brother and here's your ball and gave it to him. I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Um, they, she said it, I will trade my brother to you for a sign
1: ball for a sign ball
0: wow I bet you that made her brother feel good
1: <laughs> she was she was probably 10 or 11 so I mean it was I'm sure they they, they have their, their fresh shares of fights So I, and I, hey I have an, old, uh, an older sister younger brother so back in the day I, I know what she means
0: heck yeah have you been paying attention to Riley Green at all did you see him bring that little girl up on stage the other night
1: no,
0: I did not. Oh, you got to go find that. He was singing, uh, I we, will. Do, we do things different around here, and he brought this little girl up that and put gave her the mic, and she nailed it. Like She had to be like nine years old or so, ten years old. Maybe. Oh,
1: that's sick.
0: That's she, sick. He's, yeah, right. he's
1: doing some good stuff. Good he, for
0: him. He's awesome, man. He's killing it. So. Well, man, I think that I wanted to see you make the all-star team. I think you're right there. I mean, fourth place out of the top three. it it won't take but another season to do it i think that that is a a cool accolade man to be a major league all-star you know you you, college ball you become you know you become a a, a, an ncaa champion you can become an all-american you become all regional you can become all conference in high school you become all state or all league just think about becoming an all-star in the major leagues and what that really means um what a what a freaking great accomplishment that's going to become and you were right there this year man you're young in your career and the freaking ball is being sprayed all over the field you got to be fired up with where you're at where what do you see you needing to add to your game right now Austin Riley you you've been there you've seen it you're you're in the starting lineup every day for the Atlanta Braves what do you need to add to your personal game and what does the team need to do to get over this hump of you know getting around 500 i know you did say at the beginning that we just haven't put it together but what are you guys leaving too many guys in scoring position are you playing yeah, poor defense it.
1: um it's it's a combination of you know we gotta we gotta capitalize when 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 teams are giving us extra outs when guys are in scoring position we you know we gotta you know as a group and, and especially myself got to do better at that um, and, and and then when it's it seems like when our pitching is shoving we can't score runs and then whenever we do score runs maybe our pitching's having you know an off day so I think putting those two together is going to be the, the key to to getting this thing you know rolling the way it should be and and like I said we everybody on our team has we have the we have the team we have the ability i you know i, I trust everybody on our team so it's just a. like i said it's just a matter of, of, of doing those those few little things and uh you know i see us you know being right there in it
0: and and what do you what keeps you up at night about the game right now are, are you do you get you say you have a type a personality you got ADD. Do you worry, Austin, like when you don't perform the way you want, does that keep you up at night? Are you able to turn it off either way, whether you hit a bomb or whether you strike out three times? Are you able to turn the game off and go home and enjoy your family life?
1: For the most part, absolutely. I feel like I've, I'm able, like I said, I've figured out how to, to turn it off. But there's days, like I said, especially, especially when I, you know, may have had a bad day, you know, even if I didn't strike out, but, you know, I had, two opportunities to score a couple guys and, and didn't get that done. That, that's what really irritates me. And that's what will keep me, you know, up at night thinking about what, you know, what I should have done different is those guys in the scoring position that, um, you know, I didn't, didn't get in um, because, you know, for, for me, you know, guy on third, less than, less than two outs, that should be for me. that's a, in, at, you know, the level that we're at, that's a, that's a gimme. That's gotta be, that's gotta be an RBI um all day long so uh, that's that's what will keep me keep me up at night but for the most part i'm able to to, to turn it off
0: do you get mental at this point in your career you do, are are you able to stay positive all the time or like do you get that if there's a slump forming or you're making an air do you get mental or are you are you able to, you know mentally to just be like pick myself up and be back in the game right away?
1: You know, I feel like I've done a pretty good job at it, but at times, yeah, I've, I've gotten called up and whether it's an error or, you know, a bad throw and like there's one incident this year that I still kick myself for it. Guy, guy had second and third, less than two outs. I freaking struck out and I ended up hitting my bat on the ground, snapping it. Um, and that's not me at all. And I, you know, kind of, you know, regret doing that because, like I said, that's you know, kind of on national television. That's not a good look. But, um, but you know, for the for the most part, I'm able to to let go. But there there are times where I get you know, it's just the competitive side of me that I kind of get caught up in.
0: I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but it probably would have looked a little bit cleaner if you would have Bo Jackson did over your quadriceps. Just snatching
1: or 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 it th- Right.
0: <laughs> I think he did the helmet, his shoulders, and his quadricep.
1: Oh yeah, he's he's um uh, he's a strong strong fella.
0: You think so? You think oh, so?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Man, I appreciate you right. coming on again, brother. I think that uh, I just I like consistently having you on because we have so many listeners that love the game of baseball and it's cool to have somebody that's at your level be able to just sit down and talk about you know and update us on how the season's going and here we are right before the all-star break your numbers are amazing I have a feeling that the second half of the season you're going to light it up even more I don't know what I need to do this Thursday to make sure that you get three knocks off of DeGrom but I'll keep my fingers crossed I'll be watching say prayer. <laughs> say prayer you gotta pray
1: huh yeah do you pray to just like to even see the ball can you see it good so that's what i tell guys i'm like it's an easy at bat because you know exactly where he's going he's going to the outer third it's either going to be fastball or slider and you know what's coming so it's just a matter of being able to decipher if it's 100 miles an hour or if it's a 94 mile slider so you don't so. think he
0: dare comes in there inner half on you
1: he may he may try to just show him, but you know the the numbers and they do all their scout reports. He's going just because I mean, it's shown that he's effective and that he you know he can just live out there and still get guys out and you know it's just he's one of the best.
0: Yeah, but you I want to see it. You've hit a bomb off him before. Let's do it again on Thursday. I've
1: got it. That would that
0: would be huge. You think it would? I mean, I know it would, but I, I think it can happen. I mean, I I think that oh, it's going to happen. You're in Atlanta. He's on the road. It's not even going to be a mistake pitch. You're just going to hit one of his best pitches. There
1: you go. It's going to happen.
0: Most home runs are mistakes,
1: Coffee. right? Right.
0: I think they are. I think that that's what they say, that most pitchers make a mistake when a bomb's hit.
1: Yeah. It, and we're think- not trying to do it. It just happens
0: it just happens well let's I hope it happens a few more times this season my man I hope you have a great series against New York have a great relaxation period during the all-star break wish you would have made it I know you'll be there next season appreciate everything you do for us what you did for these kids this last two weeks man it's on a different level and um, you know I want the I want the listeners to know that you are seriously like so giving and with your time um, you gave a bat away to a kid that just like literally that this it's what dreams are made of you know they might never have a chance who knows they might get to the minor leagues they might make their high school baseball team nothing's guaranteed in this game but to have that few minutes to stand by austin riley and get a picture with his bat with their mom and dad smiling that big that's huge and i man, i just want to say thank you for being who you are
1: absolutely it's what it's what it's all about so any, anytime so
0: I know you're from Mississippi, but when Brad got to the stadium, could you? Did he talk pretty much way too funny for you? He's from South Georgia. No,
1: he didn't, no, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't bad at
0: all. I, I, I mess with him all the time, man.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Well,
0: I That's appreciate funny. you, brother. That's Austin Riley, Atlanta Braves baseball, coming up on the 2021 season All Star break. He's hitting 275, 13 bombs. I think he's right around 40 ribbies um i think he's almost 80 hits i mean this is you turn it on a little bit buddy you're going to be around that 200 hit mark this is going to be a great season for you austin riley number 27 don't change that number dude won't
1: won't ever
0: won't ever that's going to be retired in atlanta pretty soon it's been another episode of this life ain't for everybody podcast again brought to you by our friends at jack daniels and jack links enjoy jack daniels responsibly eat as much jack links protein snacks as you want tons of great flavors out there Thank to both jack daniels and jack links for supporting all of our brands here at this life ain't for everybody the foul life where the payment ends and the provider truly humbled by all of the viewership and the listening thank you guys so much for the downloads and subscriptions tell a friend about it tom jake play us out let's go with the riley green song on the way out since he's a mutual you're a big riley green fan right
1: Absolutely. This is we.
0: This is we do something. We do things different around here by the Riley Green. Thank you all for listening.